Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker Diaz. And I'm David Osmondson <laughs> over here in La La Land. I was going ladies first, Alora. <laughs> That's so nice. My, my That's so we never like when chivalry we come is in, not dead. I was order. like, Alora should go next. <laughs> so you guys, because on this show it's usually <laughs> yeah, Carrie, David, then me. So I was just over here playing with my pen. Yes, thinking David I, it's was usually go I'm next. usually the sandwich, and this time I'm the turd sandwich. Sorry about oh that. Oh my gosh, I should have left you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love you both. And I'm a Laura Murray. (laughs) (laughs) And we're so glad you are listening to this podcast today. Thank you for listening. How is everyone doing? I'm a little slow today, apparently. (laughs) I was like, David, are you okay? Let's start with David. (laughs) My mind is so all over the place. It's just like drinking from the fire hose. It's okay. You know what? You have a a fun guest here. I do, actually. Can you say hi? My son Everest is in the room, and he is the coolest eight-year-old you'll ever meet in your life. I'm not kidding, and I know I'm biased. He, he is, is cool. so smart and He's so really brilliant cool. and talented and funny and handsome. Dude, I should be your agent and your publicist. How you doing today, Everest? Good. Oh, just one word answer? <laughs> he giggles a little bit. What's the latest and greatest? What are you doing these days? What kind of stuff are you working on? Are you playing sports right now, Everest? Yeah. What, what sports sp- are you playing? What kind of sports are you doing? All the Gee, sports. What is he not doing? Everest does everything, and he has a really cool Pokemon collection. I know. He was going through all of them, and I was trying to pronounce what they were. I hope I did okay, Everest. I hope I was saying them right. Everest is the coolest kid. Well, welcome, Everest. Yes. We're so glad that you're here, buddy. Thanks so, so much. For, so fun to have him If you here. come up with a really good dad joke, you let me know, because I can always use an extra one. <laughs> David is the Are king. Are you sure? <laughs> David is the king of dad jokes. Carrie's like, no more. Don't give David any more dad jokes. He's really, That's enough. We're he's done. He's really good at them. I will not pain, pain you with this. He's great at them. Okay, let's talk about our latest obsessions. Yeah. Laura, what are you obsessed with right we now? We are here. Okay, so I know I'm a little bit behind, but I feel like there has been a resurgence in these books due to book talk. Okay. So a little bit ago, we had a guest on the podcast, and I asked her the Fresh Five. For those of you who don't know what that is, at the end of our podcast, we asked people five random questions to get to know them, and I asked her her favorite book because she's an avid reader, and she told me her favorite series was A Court of Thorn and Roses, and it's been out for years, but I didn't know what it was. I read this book. It's by Sarah J. Mass. I could be saying her last name wrong. It's M-A-A-S, and I am obsessed. It's supposed to be turning into a TV show here shortly, I believe. I can't, I don't know where it will be airing, but they're working on casting it. They're um, working on getting that into production, and this book is full of fantasy. It is a love story. I need to be very clear. It is not for kids. It Good is to not know. for children. Noted. Um, so I finished that, so obsessed with it, bought a sweatshirt on Etsy <laughs> that goes with it. That's when you know you love yeah. it. I loved it so much. I'm starting to read another series of hers. She has another series that came out oh, several years ago called Throne of Glass. Um, I've been in that, and I am just obsessed with these books. They're very fantasy-like, and I honestly haven't been this excited to read a book since I first read Harry Potter. Ooh. So I am over the moon with these books, and I um, there's like a jewelry company out there who's thinking about coming out with a jewelry line for Throne of Glass. They did A Court of Thorn, Thorn of Roses jewelry. Like, it is all over book talk right now, and I feel like it's had like this resurgence recently, and it is I am obsessed with it. Well, obsessed is the right word. This is a podcast. You can't see what's happening in here. But you can only see Alora right now. She's floating. She's obsessed. She's lit up like a light bulb, and she's got goosebumps. I'm like, so excited. Wow. Like, I talk about it all the time. My sweet husband, like, I'll say names, and he 
is such a good listener and is interested in it just because I am. And he'll sit there and he's like, okay, I think I understand. Like if I say something about the night court or something like that, he knows you guys are like, I don't know what you're talking about. None but for all. those of you who have read it, know what I'm talking about. And <laughs> Night court, isn't uh, yeah. that a TV show from the I know, 80s? that's what yeah, I thought yeah. of too. <laughs> anyway, he'll listen and he's like, yes, I understand. And then I'll talk about the characters. I made him take a character test and he was like, I got this person. I know you like him, so I guess that's okay. And I was like, that's a great character to be. Like, I am obsessed. Wow. That's and so that fun. Is, like, wow. I am on the verge of, like, it could be unhealthy at this point. But I'm telling you. Uh, you're reading. It's good for your brain. They're great <laughs> books. But again, I will say, like our podcast guest said, they're not for kids. So be aware of that. It's not something that you want to, like, hand to your kid. Okay. Um, you need an are. endorsement deal or some yeah, kind of referral agreement. Because, man, you're just, <laughs> yeah. you just sold 100 books. Yes. I love it. Okay, Easy. not for kids. David, is your next obsession is for kids? Carrie's <laughs> <laughs> for kids. calling me out. Jeez. <laughs> There's this new book from Sarah Jessica Moss, I Got My Kids. It's so good. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. But uh, obsession, I would say uh, it would actually go to the kids and family. I think I'm obsessed with my honey-do lists because it's constantly – I don't have a lot of time to go and – and, and just uh, consume content just recreationally or binge mm-hmm. or any of that. But I do entri- try to enjoy uh, reading or doing audible listening to books and doing business management, consulting, just a, a leading in corporate world. Because I do, uh, as the president of a company, lead a lot of different things. So I, I try and go into that realm of learning and education constantly. But the honey-do list falls into the DIY category of learning new tricks and trades uh, my wife and I, we have this house down in Sanfee County. It's 125 years old, and it's wow. kind of a project of renovation. It's her project, and she's killing it, putting tons of sweat equity, and she's down there right now. They're, go, Val. They're, go, Val. Go, they, they go, ripped go up Val. floors. They laid new ones. She's priming walls. They're doing crazy stuff right now. So as a husband, I'm trying to support as much as possible with my skills. Like, okay, figure out this sprinkler system. This thing is old. Who put it in? They use the cheapest components. So I'm really trying yeah. to put lipstick on a pig right now. And learn how to how best to do the yard work and the cleanout and everything else. So I'm I'm kind of that Home Depot dad. A when lot I have of work. A free time. I should have my own that Home Depot theme music that you've heard. <laughs> I should just make that my ringtone because I love it. I think it's so cool. So that maybe that dates me and, and kind of paints the picture of what my obsession is. But I'm that guy in 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 the the halls of the Home Depot. Home that Depot. Can't leave. I will say it's awesome. Having David say his obsession makes me sound like a doofus. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I'm like, not there are fairies and they're fantasy, and David's like, well, I'm putting. I'm a building spring, a home. A what are you doing? System. It's so it's well. Hey, to each his own. I I love your enthusiasm well, and your that's passion for life. Very kind of you, David. <laughs> now I feel less like a doof. No. <laughs> well, I. The doofus, now it's my turn. Right, this Karen, is what? not even as cool as <laughs> no, yours. No, no, Carrie, so. what are you obsessed with? What, what are you into right Mine's now? nothing like yours, but I, so, okay, so I'm a night showerer. I like Same. to, like, shower off really? the day, yeah. relax at night. After I've put my daughter to bed, just relax, and I, It's like right a me now, time. It's you time. It's you time, right? Which we, as parents, like, you barely get. So you got to yeah. take it when you get yeah. it. Um, so I have been obsessed with these eucalyptus shower tablets. So it's not like... Oh. It's like a bath bomb, uh-huh. but it's a tablet so with pure essential oil. So you put it in your shower, essentially, like at the bottom of the shower, kind of like in the corner. Uh-huh. And like as the steam builds up, it releases essential oils, and you feel like you're in your own spa in your house. What? I love that. What? It's great. And there's all different scents, but I love the eucalyptus right now because that's like very calming to me. Oh, you know I agree. what you should get? I don't know if you do like music or anything or ambiance, but if you've got your own spa, I actually have in my shower and, and multiple ones. 
this JBL waterproof, tiny little speaker. It's like a Q3, I think is the model. Uh -huh. Oh, it's that's perfect. Cool. So it just pairs with your phone. Super easy. As soon as you turn it on, you just have a playlist of spa music. Get like the and, spa music yeah, going. Yeah, like droning out. Just oh, I go to a euphoric place. Oh my god! I'm I, never I gonna leave, leave my house I'll ever again. Mackenzie, See, our producers, and Mackenzie, I don't think I'm gonna come to work anymore. Sorry. See, David, that surprises me because I just assumed you were a shower singer without the music. Yeah. Well, that's where I continue the podcast. It's kinda, <laughs> <laughs> I turn on as slow as I can because, like, who's talking in the shower? I don't know. Just some I don't kind know. Of, I love <laughs> some business principles. I don't know. It's fascinating. Well, Carrie, that sounds like honestly, that sounds like something that you would get at a spa, like uh, at a resort or something like mm -hmm. that. And speaking of resorts and hotels, Hotels.com <laughs> revealed some of the most unusual room service requests. Ooh, I'm oh, excited. And these were funny to me because I, I mean, kind of like trying to connect this to myself. When I was an intern, um, I, I was in New York. I remember we had a talent come in and she came up to me and she was like, I want room temperature water. If it is hotter than room temperature, I will toss it down the drain. Sounds like if a it, singer. Yeah. It, 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 she <laughs> was, was it David Osmond? <laughs> <laughs> was, was this my personal assistant? No, just kidding. She's like, if it's cold, I will toss it down the drain. So it's I so remember funny. going to the sink and putting like the handle right in the middle. I was like, this is in the middle. It has to be room temperature. I filled it up and I walked it to her. I was shaking. Um, she didn't throw it down the drain, but she just left it there. So it was oh, tap shoot. water, too. Yeah. Hey, she didn't I, request, like, Fiji triple-filtered Kangen water or something I mean, like that. triple She's like, <laughs> I want you to hike Everest, grab snow, <laughs> then melt it, it. Melt it in your butter. With gold. Yeah. <laughs> with gold flakes. gold flakes. So, I mean, that's not quite as weird as some of these unusual room service requests, but I'm going to go through some of them that I found very odd. Okay. Oh, the first one is diet water. Somebody room temperature called, diet water. <laughs> they just said they called room service diet and said, water. "Please bring to me diet water." I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't. That makes Unleaded no sense water. to me. Hmm. Um, two. This one was very interesting to me. Melted ice cream. Really? <laughs> so they, <laughs> so they just like leave it out for they, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they and couldn't then just take regular it. ice cream and just wait five minutes. <laughs> I, I, the people that are asking for these things, I don't think waiting is part of their vocabulary. Yeah, no. They're like, bring it to me and bring it Boy, to I me now. I have so many questions and I have scenarios I running too. in my mind that I don't know if I want to think about. Yeah. Um, we talked about uh, <laughs> this one. We joked about it, but someone literally asked for boiled bottled water. Huh. Boiled oh, bottled water. Wow. Okay. I don't so, know why. This one it cracks me up. So a guest brought their own fish with them to the hotel <laughs> and then asked room service to cook the fish that they brought with oh them. My gosh. Was this like a cabin on the coast of like up in Alaska? Like they had just come back from I a halibut salmon excursion? I get that. They didn't want to be rude to their guests in the hotel in room Moines, by smelling Iowa? up the room with their fish in the microwave. <laughs> so, I duh. Mean, Carrie's like, uh, from personal experience, I brought my own fish, put it in the hotel microwave, and it upset the guests. So I get this person. Florida I'm trip, with them. Our last Florida trip, we went out and had one of those excursions. You rent the boat. You go out fishing. We, we got so many yellowtail. We took them all right to a restaurant yeah. and prepared it. But I can't imagine going to the hotel and room service doing it. That See, sounds oh weird. The way this is written made it sound like the fish was, like, brought with the guest. Okay. So I don't know if they wrapped it up, like, in tinfoil, put it in a bag, and when they got there, they were like, I'd like this cooked, please. Dear sir, here's my salmon. Please make it to <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Um, another one is a no egg white omelet. So they didn't want any egg whites in their omelet. They were mad at all those fitness people. I so want they were an like, omelet I'll show without them. the eggs. So, so oh, I just want the yolk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. 
<laughs> yes. That is yeah. a weird request. Yeah, because you hear egg white omelet oh, all the time. The, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the final one I'm going to talk about is someone requested rice bowl for dogs. And that is plural. So that means that they brought many <laughs> dogs and wanted a rice bowl for each one of their dogs. Like, what's in this rice bowl? Like, which, are we talking just like... <laughs> which I... Maybe, well, you rice? sure it wasn't just a, a wife who was angry at her husband and she's like, I want rice bowl for my dog. For my dog. This dog. Um, I don't Dirty. Think, I don't think anyone can be sure, David. For I don't, my dogs. That's I, a rice bowl. Do you ever feed rice to your dogs? Like, is, that, is that a thing? No, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't um, so. I know some... I've heard of feeding, like pureed pumpkin to your dogs if they have a tummy ache. And I said tummy like my dogs are children. For your tummy ache. <laughs> your dog's so spoiled. Um, but our dogs, they are. Um, we've never fed them rice, so I don't know. But since I called, I, I, who am I to judge since I talked about their tummy ache? I'm not. And then according to this list, um, the most popular items that aren't odd are... Um, most popular room service items are burgers, um, pizza, club sandwiches, and French fries. Ooh, fri- French fries. Middle of the night, yum. I love a good midnight club sandwich. Yeah, yum. that's a good one. That is, like, my favorite thing. That was what, when we were younger in room service, I felt like it's not as popular now. Um, but when we were younger, we'd go to hotels. My dad always ordered a club sandwich, and I wanted to be be like my dad and I was like I want one too oh that's so cute so now it just reminds me of travel Kevin look what you there's started cer- there's certain <laughs> items actually that are on the rider for like certain music artists and everything uh-huh. else yeah. when I go out and tour with my aunt Marie okay. she has a certain list of things that she would likes to have just you know a lot of it's like a fruit plate like things and club sandwich is always like a good go-to because it can sit there for a while and if you need a little quick bite of snack, See, it's still good. good. Some cheeses, and I some crackers, and cheeses. We have so much yeah. in common. You're just the same person. We always have. And the room temperature <laughs> water is a must. <laughs> I'm like, okay, never mind. That's a fun list. That Don't was... have me get it, because apparently I can't do it right. And, that pu- was and pureed fun. pumpkin. That was pureed. fun. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you've been given some bad advice to uh, uh, have someone cook your fish for you. <laughs> but uh, do you, can you guys think of any bad advice you've been given throughout your life? And I'm, I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything specifically for me right now, but I know I know there has been some. I mean, I I probably blocked it out, but I remember when I first wanted to go into lifestyle, I had a lifestyle TV. I had a couple of people that were very much like, no, that's not a good idea. You should do something else. That's going to take forever, even if like even if you do make it. It was just very um, discouraging advice, I yeah. could say. And I will be honest too and say that they it was advice from people who didn't know me very well <laughs> um and that was probably but still that's weird to give yeah. like life advice to someone that you don't know well about yeah. like their career path and their you yeah, know. yeah yeah that's all I can think of I mean at the moment I'm sure if I brainstorm maybe I'm forgetting this bad advice on purpose you're blocking maybe, it out maybe yeah, so yeah. I, I think um Everyone has an opinion everyone thinks they know what's best for you and I, th- I think surround yourself with those that um Uplift you and you trust and, and getting yeah. the yeah the get getting the negative influences out of you. I know words are so powerful and they're poison. Mm-hmm. Sometimes someone that can say something to you, they may even forget what they even said, but it lives with sticks you with you forever. Well. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. Um, That's why when it comes to advice, like yeah. I said about this one, it was someone who didn't know me. When it comes to advice, if it doesn't come from someone who I know, yeah, loves me and understands me, then it's kind of just like you got to just write it off. Thank you for that. Yeah. Next. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I found Here's this. some good advice I got, though, one time. Never take a sleeping pill and a laxative on the same night. <laughs> Is that advice? 
advice you got, or is that a dad joke you got off a website? That's kind of stupid. But it might have been some advice. You're the guy that does that at the hotel and then orders weird stuff. I'll tell you this was some advice. Like, if you're like you're having trouble sleeping and you ever have to take like an Ambien or something, do not go on Amazon because you'll end up with boxes on your porch you don't remember. <laughs> and you're like, that's oh, something someone did tell me. I didn't so know I, I ordered that's some this. Good advice, but we're talking bad advice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So these are I found the five worst pieces of life advice I've ever heard. Jack Cryer wrote this article, um, Medium. We want to credit where it's from, but okay. You ready for the first one? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Just be yourself. Why is what that? What do you guys think about that? Why is and that's that? considered bad advice. This is considered bad. So if this says this says if all you have to do is be yourself, there's no need for growth improvement, self-reflection, oh. or effort. And this mindset is a one-way street toward apathy. So you're telling me the genie from Aladdin was wrong. <laughs> Remember, Never. Aladdin, be yourself. <laughs> right. Here's the thing. I feel like that, and I mean, like I'm not trying to, you know, cause a controversy, but I feel like that's almost like splitting hairs because I, I feel like lots of times just be yourself is good advice. So if you're going into a job interview... And someone's like, just be yourself. You're great. And you're like, well, I can't just be myself. I have to worry about improvement. Da, 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 da. I, I feel like that. You get in your head a little bit. Yeah. Too. Well, this, there's, there's a, the end to this is apply this instead. Improve without compromising your core values, right? Okay. So like you who go. you are. The main there challenge resides in forming values that will guide your decisions. So once you're confident enough to know your own priorities, you'll liberate energy. Uh, that's awesome. I think going into anything, any situation, any industry, if you, mm-hmm. if you don't know who you are, there, and mm-hmm. meaning that you know what brings you true happiness, what, what is your foundation, yep. what are those priorities in your life that you, or you will not compromise on? Yep. I think that is very important. Yep. I think I would say just be yourself but be open to growth is how I would word that because mm-hmm. I still feel like what they said there is important. Um, but I think sometimes we can get in the mindset of who we are isn't enough. Um, and I think that's kind of a dangerous mindset to take. Um, so I would, like I said earlier, just be yourself knowing that you can grow and improve. Sure. Um, yeah. Is how yeah, I good. would word it. I think what goes with that is the humility to know that mm-hmm. I know I don't know everything. And the Absolutely. Surround, so mm-hmm. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's Surround so yourself with those that elevate you and, and people you want to be like. Um, and, and, and it, it, you always, it's that osmosis factor. Everyone that mm-hmm. has certain tactics or styles or habits, you will gravitate. It'll, it'll start to become part of what you do as well. So yeah. surround yourself with those that have the better habits, the yeah. better well, life. Yeah. Growth, um, though, Stuff painful. you admire, people you admire, you look up to. Surround yourself yeah. with Yeah, them. it can be painful, but very worth it. Well, it's, it's very much, there's that old saying that's, um, our comfort zones are great, but there's no growth that happens there. Mm-hmm. So it's very much being yeah. willing. And like David said, I think you hit the nail on the head, being humble enough to know, I don't know everything. Yeah. There's and, places to grow, but I'm still yeah. a great person for trying. And I'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you kind of have to fake it till you make it, sure. But yeah. but also being real, being natural. And maybe that's mm-hmm. the being yourself. Mm-hmm. Just be natural. Mm-hmm. And, and also uh, willing to step into the dark, step into places that you may... Stretch your comfort zone. I think that's really powerful. Okay, funny you just said fake it till you make it because that's the next one. <laughs> oh, is it really? <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Okay, next I one. Just... Fake it till you make it. We're talking about with your goals and you. your aspirations, your career. So he's saying the cardinal problem with this attitude is that you'll fall into a persona trap. You become someone you're not, and it will be challenging to exit that persona. Do this instead. Share what you're comfortable with with sharing and without faking. So the world doesn't need to know all of your struggles. Sometimes it's better to stay silent than to put on a disguise that you might not 
take off. You can reveal more in a few words than you could just being silent. Like, yes, I agree with that completely. Well, see, for me, I think it's interesting because what if you are in a job or in life or whatever, and there's a task that you're worried about doing, like you're scared to do it, but you know it will help you grow. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like that fear. You're kind of being, you know, you're faking it. You're going to say, I'm going to overcome this fear. I'm going to kind of hit it head on. And to me, that is kind of faking it till you're making it. I don't feel like you have to go around and tell everyone, I'm really scared to do this. I So I kind of disagree with that one too. There's, yeah, it, different definitions of what we're talking about, what that yeah. term could mean. Yeah. Um, over-promising and under-delivering is not yes. a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to say, yeah, I can take this task on and then you just fail miserably. Yeah. Sure. Uh, in a professional setting, if someone expects you and, you and you're responsible for a whole team and maybe the success of that yeah. campaign or whatever it might be, yeah, you got to be careful of of stepping into territory you're, that you're not uh, not comfortable yep. with. Sure. Okay, but, this writer is just very, very deep, very, very smart. Okay, we got three more. Let's get to these real quick. Okay, it's all about mindset. Is the next one um, basically in the words of author Steve? I hope I'm saying this right. Aitchinson, um, positive thinking does not work without taking positive action. I absolutely 100% agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Because you know what, you can think positive all day long, but if you're not taking action, you're not doing something about it. It's not really going to serve you. Um, it's great to have a positive attitude, yeah. but well, it's the same action. thing. Like if you're going to make goals and you're thinking about these goals and it's all in your mindset, but you're not doing anything to achieve them, it, it's not going to happen. It's for the you. talk, the talk, yeah. but you got to walk the walk. Absolutely, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you just need to work harder. That's the next <laughs> one. The problem David is laughs. that <laughs> success isn't scientifically proportional to hard work. In some cases, more hours will get you better results, yeah. while in others, you'll simply burn out with nothing to show work for it. Work smarter, mm-hmm. not harder. There you go. Okay, last one. If you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. I Do what you love and love what you do. You still work. I mean, I adore this job, but I still work. Mm-hmm. I still get up. I come here. I'm doing work. You know, it. it it, you still have to work. You still have to work. That's what he says. He says, it doesn't matter if you're a bank clerk, content creator, NBA player. Work is work, and there yes, will is. always be good and bad aspects. He said, um, every coin has two sides, and accepting the fact is the first step towards more satisfaction. He says, what to apply instead? When choosing a job or a lifestyle, analyze its negative aspects before focusing on the sunny side. It's, it is the work. And, and this is a different situation because it's not a corporate uh, situation, but my, when I look at my daughters, and they're going up there on their – they're rigorously trying soccer. And the one advice I tell them is, if I'm a coach and I'm looking at these kids, don't worry about getting scored on. Don't worry about missing that kick. I just want to see you get back up and push. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I can see your fight for it, you have a fire in your belly, the desire to get out there, I just want to see that work ethic. Absolutely. That's it. Um, you don't have to be perfect in everything, and you won't be. But if I can see that you're willing to keep going, mm. and I, I see that fire. I it's think the same thing up. for an employer. If I'm a boss yeah. and I see someone... If, I go through the mall or something. I see a kiosk, a worker there, and they're just sitting on their phone scrolling Instagram. I'm like, if I were an employer, that, that guy's gone because no. they don't want to be there. That this is mm-hmm. not what I hired them for. Just show a little bit of a desire even. Mm-hmm. But if you can take a step beyond and have that fire, keep, keep pushing, put in the work. I it, absolutely agree. Yeah. I mean, you probably understand this, Carrie. And dance growing up, I loved, loved, loved to dance. But it was so much work. You were putting in time. At rehearsal, you were putting in time when you weren't there to remember mm-hmm. the choreography. You were putting in time outside to stay conditioned, but we loved it. We loved it. You know, and, and I think it also, because I was there for multiple hours per night because I was in competitions and everything Absolutely. like you. And it, I think it taught us good work ethic at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it's uh, it builds good character, right? 
<laughs> Just like this podcast. Absolutely. Bill's it does. character. Well, this has been fun. This has been good chatting. I've learned a lot about you guys. <laughs> Every single time we do this. And we hope that you've learned a little bit about us as well. And hope it was entertaining. It's so much fun. Yes. And thank you for listening to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you next week. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.